welcome everybody to the next episode of Investigating Mars, our podcast all about Veronica Mars. And this episode we will be talking about Season 1, Episode 2, Credit Where Credit's Due. And I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Naomi. I'm Malika. I'm Yvette. And I'm Melanie. Yay, Melanie! Welcome Yay. aboard, Mel. Melanie. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. We are glad to have you here. I'm glad to be here. So, would you tell us when or how did you start watching Veronica Mars? It's really kind of a strange story. Um, I didn't even know it existed, honestly, um, until I was on, oddly enough, a Lost Board um, back in the day. And they were talking about, I guess, I think it was that Lost had just switched days. So it was going from like Tuesday to Wednesday night. And they're like, are they switching Veronica Mars? And everyone's like, no. And they're like, it's going to go up against Veronica Mars? They're like, no. And, um, and I'm like, what the heck is this Veronica Mars? And what are you people talking about? And, um, and it turns out that a lot of them, I guess the fear was that it, it just had a lot of similar uh, fans just because of the Buffy connections with Veronica Mars and, and just various different things. Um, and I guess that they were worried that Veronica was going to get killed going up against loss. And yeah, well, I remember yeah. those days. <laughs> yeah. And, and so after that, um, I kind of, I was working at the video store. Um, at the time. And so I was able to rent the episodes for free. And I was like, Oh, I love this show. And, you know, I kind of, as I describe it to a bunch of people, like trying to get everyone to watch it, I'm like, it's like, it's like Buffy meets Twin Peaks. How could it go wrong, people? Come on, get on the board. Like, <laughs> that's yeah, right. That, that's a nice description. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. So. Yeah. Um, and tell everybody where they can hear you. Um, well, I'm actually on the BSG Intercast. I'm a fellow newbie with, uh, so I can sympathize with the newbies on this podcast very much. Um, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're going into season three, um, is the resurrection cast, uh, resurrection cast.blogspot.com, or you can just hunt us down on Facebook. Um, our Facebook group is there, resurrection cast. Um, and there's also another should I even do that? Because I'm not even sure what's going on with Still Flying. Um. <laughs> well, uh, let me just say it may be uh, coming back soon because Tabs has a little more free time. So Yeah, that, that, that was my hope. So that's a good thing. So, yeah, I'm on the Firefly podcast and I, I want to finish the show. So hopefully we'll, we'll get through that. Um, and I'm on that intercast as well, which is part of the Quadruple Z network. Yeah. Yes, which we can now announce officially that our podcast episodes will be posted on quadruplez.com. And, of course, you'll also be able to find us through iTunes. But uh, by the time this episode airs, yes, you will. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we have that whole we're in the future and past and whatever. So, would somebody like to read the episode description? I can, I can do it. Okay, go for it. <laughs> um, so, uh, when Weevil's grandma is arrested for credit card fraud, Veronica and Wallace reluctantly help the investigation to clear her name. Meanwhile, Logan's new girlfriend, Caitlin Ford, joins the, the 09ers in making Veronica's life difficult, while a new arrival in town, Troy Vandergraaff, tries to get to know her better. Okay, so our A story this week is going to be uh, the Weevil's grandma credit card fraud, that whole case. So... What did you guys think? 
I thought it was really obvious what the answer was going to be, like the solution to this case, because obviously it wasn't going to be Weevil's grandma, and obviously it wasn't going to be Weevil. So it had to be the only other person in the family that we saw. I don't know. Yeah. I I felt really I, let down by this case. Yeah, I thought it was really obvious, too, especially since they were playing video games. And then a second later, they said, oh, you know, it's used to buy this and this and this. So I figured those like I kind of knew that Paris and Chardo were guests. So I thought they would probably be. Well, I thought Chardo was involved because but I wasn't sure how Paris was going to be involved, to be honest. Like that part of it was a little bit different than I thought. Is it spoilery if I ask if she's on this show ever, ever again? <laughs> oh my um, god, I didn't even think of that. I, oh dear god, I no. oh god. I'm not sure any of us would be watching it if she was like a regular. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that's not spoilery and say no, thank heavens. Okay, good. Because I was going to be like, I can't. I can't. I yeah, can't. Do I'm it. out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was a little bit confused by where the plot was going, but that's just because of the fact I'm like, oh my God, really? She is in this episode. She's on <laughs> my screen. Do I have, why do I have to? Why am I watching this? Why? Right. <laughs> yeah. Stop. So that was just all that was going through my head, and I wasn't really actually trying to deduce anything. I really, my... I really prefer to, uh, to refer to her as the non-actress. And leave it at that. <laughs> so I have a question. What was going on during this time with her? That like, why was she guest appearing on this? Was there some sort of I reason? I think she was trying to prove that she had talent. Yeah. Um, very <laughs> Something like that. Um, yeah, I wonder if this was like pre or post um, like Simple Life. Oh, that was the name of the show I couldn't remember. Yeah, Simple Life. Uh, I don't know if it was before or after, but... I- I'm not real sure. I don't yeah, remember when I, those aired because I didn't watch those either. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. Yeah, and I, I guess it was around that time, but I think it was kind of during that time where she was going through all that, you know, where she was like coming of age and all this stuff was going on. And she's like, but I'm not just a pretty face. And she tried to do an album or something that flopped. And Oh, my God. I, I remember yeah, that. Stars are blind. Oh, yeah. so the, but this that. is before Thankfully, she actually that. went to jail. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wasn't... Yeah, the only reason why I know all this is I was in um in college and uh, I took a lot of popular culture classes in college and she was one of the people I like to make the most fun of, um <laughs> and all my all my dissertations and things. So, yeah. there you go. Okay, <laughs> her extensions were absolutely atrocious. Oh, they really yeah. are. Was, they were so like just messed up looking. And it I mean, was it's so scraggly. She's rich, which I don't get. If you're rich, aren't you supposed to have? people to do your hair better than this. It was awful. It was awful. That's why I asked about the jail thing, to be honest, because I was like, maybe she just got out of her stint and <laughs> she didn't have time to go fix this because this was bad. Like her jailhouse hairdo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was when her hair was obviously really, really, I mean, her real hair there is actually really, really, really short. You could tell by her bangs. So uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, but it was awful. <laughs> And I was just like, look away, look away. Don't actually stare directly at it. No. Exactly. I it's wonder, like the sun. I wonder if um, for some reason her stylist was like, her personal stylist was unavailable. And so they had to use the Veronica Mars stylist. Um, or, 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 or maybe it's one of those things like that was her personal stylist. And so she just was so outside yeah. of the aesthetic of the rest of the show. Um, I, I'm thinking of, uh, oh, what was it? The, the last 
TV production of Once Upon a Mattress where everybody else is fine, but then you have Carol Burnett playing the queen with her own personal stylist and she's just like on this other level entirely and it's like, oh my God, it doesn't fit in at all. I'm going to say that because I really don't want the show to have that bad. Like I, I feel bad for the show to like voice this hair upon it and say this is your fault. <laughs> and that color, ugh, the color. It's not just extensions, Jimmy. It's also the color. Well, that too. But I, it, it can't possibly. I, I'm, I'm leaning towards it had to be her own personal because um, when they do the past stuff with Veronica, her her wig that she wears looks fine. You know, so mm-hmm. like if she wanted to have long hair, they should have probably just popped a wig on her. <laughs> and honestly, I have to say, like bringing up that wig, like there's so many bad, bad wigs on TV that I'm really happy about that wig. Like... It's, it, it makes me slightly happy because it does almost look like it's Kristen Bell's hair. It really does, yeah. So it, it's, not, it's not awful. And that's, that's, that's pr- high praise for a TV, I think. Anyway, um, back to the uh, A plot. We were talking about <laughs> credit card fraud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? really? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that we got so distracted with Paris. It's really hard to concentrate. We, we, we just uh, have to get that out of the way. Yes. The system, and now maybe we can talk. Yeah, it felt good to talk about it. Also, it was more interesting than probably the the A plot of this. I felt. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Now, I thought at the um, when when Veronica goes to see Weevil the first time, uh, you know, after the arrest, um, that he starts to kind of like show this, like how, like how he feels about her like because he still thinks that she's still one of them no matter what uh is going on you know even though she's not part of it he still kind of views her that way I thought that was kind of interesting okay so I think that uh it's interesting like you were saying Jimmy the the interaction there but also on Veronica's part because she's still assuming that he's the way that she assumes he is and then he kind of takes her advice and turns himself in. Yeah, yeah there's definitely more to it there. Like, I feel like he's growing. Like, I don't think it's developed fully that he trusts her. Because, I mean, it was just last episode when he was calling her, like, girly or blondie or what have you. But I think that he's starting to suspect there's something more there. So maybe, but I think that he's not quite you know, on her side. I mean, he gave her a hug this episode, which kind of shocked me, but um, because I just feel like it's a growing relationship and he's not quite um, seeing her to be like outside of that group. Well, I think with Veronica um, in the whole situation, it's not even so much. I mean, we have to understand it's who her father is. I mean, he still sees her father as a cop, I think. You know, I mean, he, he's known, he's been picking him up since he was 13 years old. And even though, you know, they're kind of outside the law now, um, and they're kind of on the same side as them, it, you know, at the law, it's, it's still a little bit of a, a culture shock to him. Mm. And I don't know, I always, what I always liked about Veronica Mars is there's this part, you know, um, it's not even, I mean, there was a huge case that happened with this. So, you know, obviously a death of a friend that spurred this whole, you know, setup between the the haves and the have-nots of Veronica leaving the haves. And I think um, 
audio niners, so to speak. But I always think it's interesting because that's a lot of what happens in high school is you kind of define yourself. And a lot of times the friends that you had before are not your friends going forward. And I always like that about that there was a whole aspect of the show that's just about growing up. Mm. I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah, so, oh, Niners. Yeah, that was that was new because we got PCH gang last time and O Niners this time. Oh, by the way, that opening scene when she kind of talks about the O Niners, um, I went through a couple of different iterations of exposition on this show, um, in this episode. So I thought the first scene when she was talking to Wallace and having that back and forth and kind of her explaining stuff, I thought that was really good as opposed to in the diner scene later, which I thought it was really bad. Um, <laughs> but. I don't know. I, I have to admire them for at least trying to make it somewhat palatable with, with like a snappy dialogue twist. So I don't know if anyone had any other thoughts about their the exposition, exposition that they have to deliver. Because there's a lot of that, right? So There is, yeah. Well, I, I know there was definitely the, all of the, the voiceover and flashback that I found so overwhelming in the first episode was definitely cut back on this one or it was integrated into conversations instead. And so I found it a lot more palatable. And I was actually thinking about you watching when I was watching this episode, cause I noticed that too. And I'm like, I wonder if Naomi is going to find it a little bit better <laughs> since I bugged you last time. Yeah. Yeah, there is. A, I, it never really hit me. I guess it never really bothered me. The, the over, the air exposition that they've always delivered just because I, I think uh, Chris and Bell does a really good job with it. But, um, but it's funny because you're not the first, my boyfriend had said the same thing. He's like, God, will she just stop talking? I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> and, he's like, and he goes, does it ever end? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah. It ends at 42 so, minutes. Right. <laughs> it's on the dot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, I, I mean, like I said, I don't think it was bad when she and Wallace were talking, but I can see that they do a pretty good job because, I mean, a lot of the show is set in the past, so I guess they have to, you know? Uh, I find that um, I actually, whereas at the beginning of the of the pilot, through most of the pilot, I didn't really kind of get her and Wallace so much, um, but the more that, like, now in this episode, I thought that, that, for, that especially in that first opening scene where they were talking about the 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 eighties kegger party um, that I, I, I found that I liked him a little more and and I'm starting to like their banter a lot like I like that he has all those weird little nicknames for her that just kind of come out of nowhere um, uh, I so I really liked that 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 piece though the definitely the uh, uh, in the diner was a little worse but I I I definitely the first scene was good it worked out well for me anyways what I did like about this um, a plot was the fantastic scene when they did the good cop, bad cop with her dad. Yes. Oh, yes. That, that was that hilarious. Was, I mean, I love that for perfect. Yeah, and it was funny, and I also just, it really showed that um, he respects her, like, because he, he didn't want to go, and she kind of just said, I forget what she said, but she, she brought up, oh, not letting something go, or, you know, having suspicion about something, obviously referring to his doggedness on the other case, and I just thought, you know, he went along with it, and then he was hilarious. Like, they just have such a good rapport. I love those two um, characters together. Especially at the end when they were talking, like, after, of that scene, like, when they were 
you know, they went in, they did the whole, you know, pregnant, don't remember him, tequila. Uh, and then the woman left and he was like, did I do all right? Is all good? <laughs> that was really A little funny. over the top. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I it's harder to be bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that scene is actually one of my favorite scenes of like any show in, in all of television. Like, and I forgot that it was in this episode. So it was a nice surprise for me. I was like, oh, yay. Scene. I, I find that their relationship in general uh, is is kind of being my favorite relationship right off the bat, uh, and because I really like the way that they interact, it really makes me kind of you know giggle. <laughs> <laughs> it helps bring me into the show too, because I mean it's a it's funny that this is like only the second episode, but I'm so taken with them together when they're on when they're on screen together that I just kind of look forward to to their next scene together. <laughs> I definitely had some weird questions about the credit card fraud case. I mean, so we know <laughs> that like Weevil turned himself in partially because Veronica like asked him to, but if he hadn't, I mean, was like, was Chardo just going to let them like, let the grandma take the fall? It just seemed really weird. Like the whole setup of that just seemed really off putting to me. Like it seemed really unbelievable. That he was just going to let his grandma take the fall for this whole thing. I guess we were supposed to assume that his plan to send a letter that admitting his guilt after him and what was the non-actress's name? Katie? Caitlin. Caitlin Caitlin Ford. Yeah, Caitlin Ford. Oh, my my gosh. Wow. Um, Yes, Miss Ford. So when they would get out of town, I guess he was going to just send a letter admitting to it. But I, there were so, part of the reason why this plot, this, uh, case doesn't work or why this this a plot is not that great is that a lot of it just there were major loopholes in it that didn't make any sense you know like um i don't know to me at least yeah but there I were really, a lot of problems I, yeah i had a lot of problems with that with our a plot it just didn't really make much sense to me and the misleads that they tried to throw in for for uh having it be logan like, you know, it just didn't, that didn't, wasn't believable for me either. I thought. No. It's not like Logan couldn't just take his parents' credit card anyway. You know? Yeah. It, yeah, it didn't make any sense of why he would do it. Unless he was trying to get somebody else in trouble, which I guess I could see. But. Yeah, because then it would just be like, he's trying to get the grandma in trouble. And what would. Yeah. Why? why? It didn't make any sense. Now you have nobody to clean your house, or you know, for a while. So now you have to clean up after yourself. You're no. gonna have to do your own laundry. Oh, oh my god, no! I'll never do anything wrong again. Please don't well, make I mean, I, I guess they they did like a half-hearted attempt when, you know, Logan first started talking um, to Weevil about his grandma, like cleaning his house, and maybe it could be seen as retribution. But I didn't quite buy it, you know that. Yeah that that would be that but i don't know it the, it didn't really yeah work for me the only the only mislead that i kind of went with was for a second i thought it might have been caitlin yeah that's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Uh-huh. i now, go with that one too now but are we supposed to now, i was confused by that actually by the end um or, well by like the third time that i watched i was like wait a minute so did caitlin was because it it was happening during a certain they said that the that the transactions were happening you know between certain hours and that's when she was in computer lab so I mean was she buying stuff for herself using that card? 
That's a good I point. thought Chardo was in Computer Lab with them. But oh, he was in. Know. No, he Maybe. was. He, he was in um, Auto, whatever. He was in. Eli no, that's Weevil. Was. Weevil, Weevil was. was. Yeah. Oh, Weevil was. Yeah. I, I don't think it ever said where Chara was. No. They never she was buying some stuff for her, like Latin lover. Who knows? But then you think that she's rich enough to afford her own thing, so I guess that doesn't make much sense either. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like the idea of confusing. people who, uh, who are kleptomaniacs. They steal because they can, because they get a rush out of it. So it I seems right for Paris. <laughs> Oops. Oh darn. Um Yeah, I mean I did like one scene I did like was when they were when she was going down I think a list of phone numbers or something like that and we got to see the flip phones which oh was my gosh. Yeah. Just I just love it. I love I love the flip phones. I had that and, phone. And um, then we see Logan on the other end like also going through her phone and then just the calling and all that. I like that mostly for the flip phones, but I also liked it that it, it just, they both got it at the exact same time and they showed how they got it at the exact same time. So, yeah. and I like the lawyer. That was a good part about this too. <laughs> I just like the way he talks. Like he has a really nice cadence to his voice. So when you're listening to him talk, it's just, I don't know. It just makes me smile. So it's good did too. Did we, did we, I know we touched on him last week, but did we talk about what else he's in no. last time? We what else is he in? No, that's because he's saying, he seems so familiar to me and yes. I, I haven't had a chance to look him up yet. I guess I could do that now, but what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Cliff in the, I don't actually know the actor's Aaron name. Aaron Norris. I'm, I'm on IMDb. There you go. This already. <laughs> All right. I'll leave so, it to you see. then. And um, what he, he is done? really familiar he well let's see i'm looking Ooh, he's he's done a lot of voice work for animated stuff um no surprise there. Right. Voice. Yeah, yeah he's he, got a great he's voice he's the dad in um in fairly odd parents let's see oh, that, that's really funny <laughs> i'm i'm trying to find something that isn't a nicktoon um, <laughs> it may just well, be yeah, that like we recognize F- his voice i mean you know I recognize his face too, but he's just—he's probably just got yeah. one of those. He's probably done a lot of bit parts, and like you've seen him in things. He's that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Adventures of Jimmy Neutron, Powder Puff Girls. <laughs> oh, that's it. Wow. <laughs> I must just recognize his voice. That must be what it is. Well, I, I think he looks like another actor, and so if we can figure out who the other actor is. Um, yeah. <laughs> Two, Dexter's Laboratory. Wow. The cat, cat. Um, yeah, lots, lots of voice work. I mean, lots of voice work. He, he was the voice of Gollum in the Lord of the Rings games. Oh, yeah. wow. really? So interesting. Yeah, there's like, I don't, I'm trying to find something that is an actual like you know live action tv show um two episodes of mad tv wow (laughs) well that was a hit show (laughs) yeah i I loved mad tv that's where you know him from is from mad tv there you go i'll work with that (laughs) but he looks a little bit like um oh 
is it Dermot Mulroney? Is that his name? With uh, with the dark hair and the lip. Oh, he was in that movie where he played the male escort. Or am I thinking of someone else completely? Oh, yeah. Yeah, him. He's, he's got the, that scar on his lip. Uh-huh. And my... He looks sort of like that guy. Who's yeah. Like famous. He's actor. in My Best Friend's Wedding, too. Yeah, that, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. So maybe, maybe you're seeing But I don't think face. he looks at all like him. But Okay. I can I see can. that. Maybe, maybe it's see. just the one picture that I'm looking at right here. Oh, okay. It's on his profile, he's got the, the, the one wave coming over his forehead and his chin looks really you know, <laughs> uh, square and, and uh, I can't think of words today. Words are not coming <laughs> <laughs> for a while. Yes. Okay. I think I know what um, bothered me about this plot. Well, not bothered me, but I think I know what the point of it was, maybe. I think that they were just trying to make, because in, the first episode, Weevil came off as a really, like, a little bit badass character. And, you know, I mean, they showed a little bit of heart. But I think in this episode, they were just trying to show that, like, get us as the audience on his side. Mm-hmm. It just seemed, like, very, very catered towards that. But I think what bothered me was that it was not just predictable, but I also felt it was, well, predictable and also sort of like the stereotypical, like, biker gang, but with a heart of gold kind of star-crossed lovers and just that kind of thing was that that agenda was pushed a little bit too hard for my taste are you saying star-crossed lovers for veronica and weevil (laughs) yes (laughs) that's exactly no (laughs) it reminded me of the west side story except in the end like that maria would backstab (laughs) oh 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 i see scraggly and uh, scraggly and kato yeah 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 <laughs> the bag sta- with the backstabbing Maria. That's just gotcha. that's how I thought of it. So it just seemed a little bit too pat for me. But if only it ended like West Side Story. But I digress. Well, it almost um, did. I mean, we don't know if he. Do we know if he died? No, he didn't die. They didn't kill him, did they? No. I. I mean, evil told him not to. So right. I assume. Oh, we that's can all right. assume that Chardo and Caitlin Ford ran away together forever. They Never could have. <laughs> she doesn't have any friends, so yeah, I know. Seriously, that was kind of that was my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. Oh, I'm like Paris. You don't have any friends because you <laughs> suck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you have to go sit with the little people. Oh, oh poor Paris. God. But you know what? I was so worried about when I first watched it. I was so worried that she was gonna like get up and walk to sit next to Veronica, and I'm like, oh yeah, you to sit with her. <laughs> yes. I, I could just see this, you know, becoming a collection of more and more people cast out from the popular kids. And I was like, oh, God, she's going to go sit with them, go sit with them, go sit with them. Oh, yay. No, Veronica's definitely not that altruistic. She would be like, get away from my table. <laughs> okay, so shall we move on to B-plot? Yes. Okay, yeah. Veronica yeah. joins the newspaper. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the first thing I have to say about this is, um, you told us to watch the credits mm-hmm. because they're important and they change. So when I first saw, I guess uh, whoever heads up the newspaper in the credits, I was really confused. Like, we haven't <laughs> seen her. Where did she come from? And then a little while later, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But it was just really, really funny. I was like, who's this rando? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) In the opening credits. It really (laughs) is very strange the way that people just pop up in there. Yeah. 
So I guess, you know, we're going to see more of her. But I like yeah. their banter. Like, she seemed... I like their banter between Veronica and her with the, about the camera. The camera. The camera, the camera bit was awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just as annoyed with the rich kids as Veronica is, so... Right. How convenient to have Duncan Kane like behind a divider <laughs> where Veronica <laughs> couldn't see him quietly working on his story as the writer to be revealed. Dun dun dun. And I guess we're supposed to imagine that she was a new teacher because I mean, wouldn't she know the story? Yeah. Yeah, you would think. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think we are supposed to just assume that. Okay, now I'm now, because of the way this show has me thinking, I'm like, well, what's her story? Why is she new? <laughs> <laughs> Where has she been? Where did she come from? from? No, no, not, not, don't worry. Don't concentrate on her. What happened to the old advisor? <laughs> That's a really good question, Naomi. <laughs> the Lily K. murderer suddenly becomes a Season serial murderer, murderer who... Killing Traveling everyone. School to school, pretending to be a newspaper advisor. <laughs> and so now in this class is Duncan, Logan, and Caitlin and Veronica. They're all in this class together, or was that other class that she was asking them about? Were they, they those two not in there? I think they're all part of the newspaper. Yeah. Wait, Logan okay. and Caitlin are both part of the newspaper? Well, Caitlin definitely was because she was going to go and interview people. Oh, right. That's, right. Yeah. that's right. Right. Okay, I forgot that. But yeah, I think that Logan's in there too. Yeah. Oh wow, this is a very popular newspaper. <laughs> I think they get to like actually use it as a class. It's not like an extracurricular activity. So. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. I I, um, I took I took journalism in high school for two years, so <laughs> it was a class for me. Well, yeah. it's also like it's one of those. Um, things that looks good on college resumes and these are kids that would be expected to go to college so mm-hmm. you know you could maybe oh we wrote for the newspaper for two years you know so i don't know we just sat around and talked about other stuff that makes right. a lot of sense that's kind of what i did in high school yeah <laughs> yeah it, it kind of it kind of gives us a class where things can go on where the teacher isn't like hush Right. I agree. Okay. That 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 makes sense. But I love that line about how don't you know, this is a diverse and popular popular school with many economic classes. I love that. Because <laughs> it reminded me of my years of yearbook and newspaper where it was always the same people you would see and we got so excited when somebody else was in charge of prom because oh my god, other people might be seen in the pictures. It's not going to be like the same. And I went to a pretty small school, so it was like the same 10 people in all the pictures. So, yeah, it's pretty funny. But... That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I like that line to, to Paris. <laughs> sorry if I stole somebody's line. I'm sorry, but oh well. <laughs> there's Too late others. I know, right? Yeah, there's I a lot of it afterwards. I'm like, crap. <laughs> I thought that the uh, that the newspaper thing was the little nine hundred two one zero ish for me, like, um, but you know, I, like you said, it does give it, yeah. it gives us, a, yeah, <laughs> it gives us a place where they can be and they can kind of talk and 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 not have to just be paying attention to the teacher. So, I, I get the I get the environment, but it did kind of throw me back to like you know old school nine hundred two one zero for a minute there. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. Um, it also lets them interact in a place besides lunch, because otherwise it's pretty much just like, okay, we're at lunch again. <laughs> right. right. It forces uh, Duncan and Veronica together. Right. Yeah, that, that'll be good. And also Logan. So, um, but, but the one thing, I mean, was there anything to that whole, I don't know, this happened in the pilot too, that whole beach scene when she's walking the dog and they play the romantic music and I didn't care for too much for that in the last episode. I mean, I guess it, but, and then this episode when they go to like the beach and they show all these beachy scenes and they seem to be very fond of that. I mean, there's really nothing to that other than to show that they were on assignment, right? No, just really okay. to show that they were there and maybe and to California. Exactly, to show yeah, that they shoot in California. Something Look, about Duncan worse. just like rubs me the wrong way. And I don't know if it's the actor, like we were saying last time, or if it's just his character, like maybe I'm supposed to be suspicious of him, but I don't know, there's something off about him. He, um, were any of you guys, did any of you guys watch Gilmore Girls at all? Yeah. Okay, well, you guys, even if you didn't, um, you might even still be familiar with the actor and you'll follow me along with this. Um, She reminded me a lot of Rory's first boyfriend, Dean, on the Gilmore Girls, um, who went on to play Sam. He just doesn't really seem to have much of a personality or much going on there at all. And I think that's kind of the the whole problem with Duncan. But But I think in this case, it's the actor. And in Jared Padalecki's case, mm-hmm. it was just that character. I, I agree. I well. mean, that's why I don't want to, yeah. Well, it's hard to say. He could have gotten a lot of acting classes since then. <laughs> so I don't know. That's possible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did you guys think of the horribly awkward car rides? <laughs> wow. Well, actually, the first, okay, so I just, just really quick talking about Duncan. That first, and I guess we're going to talk about Troy later on, but well, so he was with Troy in the car, right? When we first see Troy, mm-hmm. yep, that was Duncan, right? Yeah, yes. Because he actually made jokes. I was so confused. <laughs> I was really, really confused because <laughs> I actually chuckled a little bit, and I'm like, "Wait, but that's Duncan." And uh, yeah, then and then it turned into the whole like awkwardness that I have come in my two episode viewing <laughs> to expect of Duncan with Veronica. But I was actually like, he has a little bit of character. No, no, not very much. But okay, I just need to confirm that. Yes, he likes to raise the roof. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. I hate to admit it, but I kind of chuckled. <laughs> I did, too. It's okay. Um, awkward. Car rides. Both of them. Awkward. Yeah. Very. Yeah. And, and again, I don't know if it's... Well, I mean, I, I know it was supposed to be awkward. I kind of, you know, I get that, but... I just don't care about him, like, at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I will say Duncan becomes a lot more interesting. I mean, that's not too, that's not spoilery, mm-hmm. obviously. No. Um, he becomes I mean, he, more, he, That's so. just surprising. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's just a person to watch. Let's just put it that way. Just, you know, try to somewhat watch him at least. I'll try. <laughs> Don't ignore him completely. It's hard. Oh, buddies. <laughs> Heidi and I are like sitting here thinking, but um, <laughs> yeah. So here, I, it's confusing to me because like I'm trying to just think about the show and like putting them together. And obviously they're trying to kind of also play him as like he still has maybe feelings for Veronica or he doesn't hate her completely. 
And so they're trying to make him somewhat maybe sympathetic. I don't know. I just feel like maybe they're trying to do that. But I think that I'm just having a hard time because of the actor then. Well, um, I'll say that this episode did a lot of stuff, a lot of ways of setting up things without realizing you were setting up things. Like, um, for example, just the scene with Lily in the car, which um, I I love how they utilize um, Amanda Seyfried and the Mm -hmm. flashbacks. I I always thought that was really good. Um, But when they're sitting here and they're, um, they're driving and, you know, they talk about how, you know, perhaps the Kane family wasn't this, you know, perfect little upper middle class or rich, I guess, family, you know, that everyone on the outside thought, you know, Lily talks about how she had some problems with her mom. And obviously Veronica had problems with her mom, uh, with Lily's mom. And so, you know, it just a lot of underneath stuff, you know, just underneath the surface. And I thought that was really pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of an introduction to those ideas, planting seeds. Right. Okay, so what do you guys think of Troy? Yay. I, I, I've been a big fan of both the Ashmore twins. So mm-hmm. anything. Which one was any, this one? This was Aaron. Yes. Okay. So Aaron, Wait, who, he, who, was he, who was this? The Ashmore? I've never heard of there, this. There's, well, there's Aaron and Sean Ashmore. Um, Sean was in, he, he played Bobby in the X-Men movies. And oh, okay. he was in the, the Disney show In a Heartbeat. And he did another Disney movie with um, Hilary Duff. Yeah, Aaron has, um, he was in Warehouse 13. And he's been in a whole string of smaller shows. I think he's got a role um, in Plain Sight. Um, he played Jimmy Olsen on Smallville. Yep. Oh, gotcha. And which one is in Lost Girl and which one is in The Following? Because there's one of them is in The Following now. Um, oh, that's right. Um, I, I think, think it's that's Aaron. Sean. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> okay, I have no curious. idea. Interesting. So are they identical? Yes. Oh, wow. No. And, and That's the confusion. Was, there, there was one scene in, I think it was the second X-Men movie, where um, the, Mystique the shapeshifter comes in and is pretending to be Bobby. And so you see her as Bobby walking across as the real Bobby sitting on a bench. And they brought Aaron in just for that half-day quick shoot. Okay, here, just walk across the back of the scene for us. Oh, that's awesome. funny. I'm I'm looking at pictures of the two of them. <laughs> wow, you wonder if one of them just shows up to the other person's job sometimes. You know, like interchangeable. Are, yeah, those are sketchy. <laughs> 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 just, I'm gonna get a lot of haters now. I'm just joking. <laughs> Never trust identical twins. Yeah. <laughs> you can always put a little sisteru on you. Um, I I liked him. I feel okay. So I knew that. Paris and Chardo were probably guest stars. I actually assumed that he might be too, just because I know the actor and I thought, oh, this must be another guest appearance. But it didn't seem to be like that at the end of it. And obviously, there's something romantic going on between he and Veronica. But um, I don't know. At first, I thought he might be part of the plot. And maybe I'm just sitting there looking at things, like looking at new people and being suspicious of them. <laughs> but I was like, what's his agenda? Um, but I, I just, I mean, I love the actor. So I think that. I guess I like both the actors, I should say, since I don't really know which one's which. Um, <laughs> so, 
but I, I tend to, I liked him. I liked him on the show and I liked his character. Um, but I don't know. I'm going to reserve suspicion on everybody. So right. that's just me. I definitely, I have the same, uh, I think I'm, I'm viewing the show kind of through the same kind of lens that you are, whereas I'm putting everybody under such scrutiny because I, I know that there's this, this, this larger plot that we have to deal with. Um, but, uh, but, I liked Troy. I really liked liked their interactions. I really liked his interactions with with Veronica and even with the you know with with the with the Niners, the O Niners. Um, but I I find myself that I, I don't trust him. I don't. I feel like I I feel like there's something. I, for a minute there, I thought maybe he was he was part of the O Niners and he was trying to get Veronica and or something. You know then. But at the same time, then on the other hand, he was always being very helpful, and so I'm I'm suspicious. Yet I like him. Interesting. I, I don't know. I was just sort of doing a happy dance because I figured, okay, this is someone new that's coming in from outside. He obviously is not being set up as one of the secondary characters, you know, sidekick, funny guy. He is one of he, he's a leading man sort of character, and okay, Veronica's gonna get a boyfriend, yay! That that's just where I was coming from. I was like, okay, yep. So here's just this outsider, and he's gonna come in, and he's gonna see that Veronica's awesome, and he's gonna be like, I don't care what all of you think, I'm getting with that. Yeah, that's how I felt too. I was definitely like, oh, new boyfriend for Veronica. I wasn't suspicious at all. No, but he 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 has a, a two year history with Duncan, right? And he says they've been friends for two years. Well, it was I, I don't know like friends, but it was sort of oh his dad uh, docks at the same marina that my dad docks at, so we've sort of known each other, and now his dad's in town for a job, and he's going to be going here. So rich kid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rich kids, blah, 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 wow. blah. That's, yeah. It's like when your cousin from, from out of state comes in and, yeah, they're my cousin. I've known them all my life, but what what their favorite color is or what music they listen to, I couldn't tell you. But mom says I have to, to, to bring them with me when I you know go out now because they're staying with us for the summer. That sort of a thing. You just get stuck with them. All right. I guess it doesn't matter how he's. Well, I mean, it, maybe it does matter because he's related to the cane, so he could be. I don't know. See, there I go again. Um, <laughs> but it's, I, it's I honestly, not the new people that we have to be concerned with. It's the old ones. Where did the old people go? Why aren't they here anymore? Why but I guess the exactly. question is: is how new is he? If Duncan's known him for years, Lily would have known him too. Oh, yeah. That's right. He has a oh. connection. Yeah. Um. So, I I don't know. I, I think that um, I hope he sticks around. For some reason, I don't know. Maybe it's just the scenes with Veronica and Duncan in the car and the little awkwardness. I almost feel like, like I said, I have this feeling like the show's almost trying to get us to be empathetic with him. Maybe there's still some feelings there or whatnot. But honestly, I hope not. And I hope she's all for Troy. Like, that's my hope. <laughs> yes. Because I'd much rather, they make a much cuter couple. And I honestly don't see what, Veronica and Duncan saw in each other um, or at least what she saw in him so this makes a lot more sense to me they both have the cutesy well, I, thing going on I think a lot of it has to do with the idea of I mean they both have grown a lot in, in since the events when they were dating and they really were I mean before Lily died it was 
I think Veronica was a lot more innocent, even though her father was the police officer and blah, blah, blah. She was, was there and it was, she was on the pep squad and here's the, her boyfriend's older brother and he's so cute and this and that. But then tragedy strikes and where do you go from there? And she became just so much more mature, I think, and being forced outside and this and that. So it's not so much what we see as Veronica and Duncan now, but it was, you know, what did Veronica then see in him? And I'm sure that if we were able to see a larger flashbacks of their time together, that it would make more sense. In that case, I hope that we see it because right now I don't really get it, but um, I'm willing to go with that. I mean, that makes sense. And also it's, it's, it's high school. I keep on forgetting that there's a lot of it <laughs> has to do with image and what have you. So, Okay, so we got some extra information on Lily's murder. The time of death is wrong. I'm so intrigued. By yeah. two hours. That seems like that seems like that's a, a pay- long I mean, that's time. bad. Yeah. Yeah. And they found her body like that day, so it wasn't like her body was you know, had been decomposing for a long time. So you wonder, well, how could they have been two hours off? That just seems so well, odd to me. I mean, with, with every other sort of crime show I've seen, a medical examiner generally gives a range of when the person was killed. Unless there's some sort of, like, hard fact where, oh, their watch got smashed in the scuffle and it's stuck at this time, so this is probably time of death. They're giving you a range. Oh, they were killed somewhere between four and eight hours ago. Or, so. and, and I would imagine that that did happen here. We just don't know. We hear what uh, Lamb came out and said, yeah. you know, about it. Um, but obviously Keith had suspicions or he wouldn't, you know, he would have gone with everybody had an alibi. Why do I think, you know, mm-hmm. so it's obvious I, I and then you wonder was you know was there money involved? How much you know you see, you see yeah, a little all you know. Mr. K has to do is go shake someone's hand and you yeah, know everything. So that was what, one of the things that I was thinking about. That was okay. Exactly who was it that was changing the time of death? Because if if the sheriff didn't was working off of a wrong time, then obviously it was somewhere. You know, was it? when they first called was it one of the, the detectives that was first on the scene was it medical examiner that got paid off that that's where i started spiraling out like multiple theories right and keith must have had some sort of suspicion i mean he has a suspicion about something that makes him think that it was jake kane so did he have a suspicion about the time of death or like where exactly does his suspicion come from? Say, like, I almost feel like maybe it's his cop. Um, well, I, I assume before you just said that, that it was just his cop hunch that, you know, he had like a good hunch about it. Mm-hmm. But now that you said that, I do wonder. Um, I'm just glad that Veronica finally, like, mm-hmm. realizes that her dad wasn't crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, if he had, if, if he had certain bits of evidence that was pointing towards one thing and then, you have a report from the medical examiner saying, no, the, the time of death, the, the window for the time of death was was wrong. He's like, how, how can I reconcile these two? That could be a huge, huge factor towards him being proven right. 
Well, yeah, and it also, I mean, just the alibis alone. I mean, you know, they had they had some they had uh, the father placed at a certain place at a certain time, and if that two hours of difference may, means that maybe he wasn't where he said he was then, uh, it definitely raises a lot of a, a lot of new suspicions. Okay. And it wasn't just the father. They said all of a sudden it was all of the Canes. Oh, that's that right. All of them had an alibi. alibi. Right. Okay. Did we miss anything? Uh, hold on. Let me look at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I talk something that, it all, that always sat wrong with me? Yes. Was, Go ahead. Okay. Veronica goes with a fake ID with Amanda Seyfried's picture on it, supposedly. <laughs> okay. Oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> These girls look nothing alike, all right? Yeah. I'm sorry, they don't. And um, so they're going up there to a woman who, this is supposed to be a nationally known news story, right? It was on Inside Edition, it was said at the beginning, like, it was on everywhere. <laughs> so this is like the, you know, the Casey Anthony case, you know, the Kaylee Anthony, you know? It's like, you would have, so this girl comes in, pretends, Veronica pretends to be Lily Kate, and she comes up with the only person who just, just had never heard of Lily Kane in her life, just happened to be working? I don't know. Yeah, I, I actually have a, a gripe, too. Um, the ticket from the traffic cam. Why didn't the Canes, like, get it and open it and pay it? And wait, isn't that a big, like, honking piece of evidence? Yeah. Like, yeah. so are we supposed to believe that someone, like, was that somehow in the traffic bureau, the Bureau of, you know, California Bureau of License, like, that Mr. Kane paid them off it, maybe? I don't know. Well, and, like, well, if, I, if the Canes are trying to hide it, then why wouldn't they have paid it and got it, like, you know, true. hidden? Yeah, it also doesn't really make any sense that her fake ID would be the one that gets the traffic. Wouldn't that go to her real driver's license? Well, it was. I think they I just. Mean, if it was a traffic it camera, was her it would take a picture of the license plate, and so whoever the car was registered to would get the ticket. Yeah. I guess I just assume you wouldn't have your real name on your fake ID. I mean, I remember my fake ID said that <laughs> yeah. I was like forty-three and like an Asian lady right. or something. Like it right. no sense. <laughs> yeah, I think mine said that was like. Uh, yeah, um, mine was just I terrible. I was tall enough that I never got, uh, and I also never really went anywhere that I needed a fake ID, but. Oh. People just always assumed that I was older, so that was cool. Yeah. But yeah, there was, there I, was so many things with the idea of the ticket that was like, what? And yeah. I think we're trying to say that it was a different county, and somehow that had something to do with with the the ticket not being. But I was like, I don't. I think yeah. of that, but I also didn't understand why he was driving Lily's car because they're rich. I thought he might have a car of his own. And also, I think it would kind of would, maybe it's just me. I don't know. It would be weird if I lost a sibling and I don't know if I'd have it in me to drive around in their vehicle. And he seemed like really undisturbed when he said Lily's. Like, I, I don't know. That's like, the actor. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's like that. Why <laughs> just seemed weird. Like. I don't know any kid. Like, I would just said, just get down here. I'll explain it later. Like, they wouldn't want to talk, you know. It was Lily's, you know. I know it was all just to give us more evidence. But still, I'm like, it just seemed a little odd. The whole. 
Yeah. It was a little odd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. <laughs> and I think the reason why they were driving, I mean, obviously it was for that, but it also was for that one scene where, you know, for the flashback to go from their car to the car, the same car with Lily and Veronica in it, I guess, maybe for that. The similars, but I don't know. Yeah. And we somehow had to get to that ticket, which, again, just holes everywhere. But at least we got new information. Yeah. But when it, it was a red light camera, right? You can't really hold the car responsible for that, can you? I'm a little confused. At least you know, <laughs> I don't can't. You, it's a driver. It's a like, well, uh, the car, the, the ticket gets sent to whoever the car is registered to. Right, but if you say that you didn't give that person permission to drive your car. Like I mean, I, you can contest it, yeah. but the ticket still gets written. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and if that person didn't have the right to be driving your car, then they should be arrested for grand theft auto. <laughs> well, I guess what they're saying is it was my 16-year-old kid, you know? So I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it's a whole big thing in Ohio right now, like Supreme Courts and everything. But I've never paid it red light once and I didn't pay it so maybe they'll come and arrest me I don't know but we'll bail you out Melanie yeah it was two <laughs> years ago so I don't think they're I think they forgot about it <laughs> As they say on other un- podcasts, until you go back and drive to that same intersection and then a cop car is going to come up behind you, and arrest <laughs> That's you right. waiting for you right just waiting for me no <laughs> because it's a of course thing. they all can run license plates just like that you know while the car's in motion and yeah. I found that that whole that that actually that whole scene where they got pulled over for um for for unpaid parking tickets uh or cuz it was unpaid parking tickets and then the and then it was the actual ticket yeah. uh that she got for running the red light but it's like don't they have to have a reason to pull you over first <laughs> like um, they can't I just... think they said there was an impound notice on the car yeah, But that but means how- how did that, they that get means, to the point where they could run the license? Right. Uh, that's exactly True. because they have to have they, they can't just run your plate for no apparent reason. Well, I think supposedly. they can. Like I got pulled over like just a couple weeks ago and they like literally took my license and my insurance, like went back to their car, came back and were like, "Oh, you can go." But they never told me why they stopped me. <laughs> like I was I have no idea what I did. And I wasn't okay. going to ask. I was that's just like, "Bye, really thanks." <laughs> Maybe he thought you were pretty. <laughs> He's he like, oh. Yeah, because I was watching. I was trying to figure that out, too. I was like, so what was Duncan doing wrong in this scene? And I don't know. And the drive, I'm maybe he did he just turn to criminal underacting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, are we ready for quotes? Let's let our guest go first. Melanie? All right. Um, I'm going to start it off with some banter between Wallace and Veronica. Um, Congratulations, you are officially Neptune High's most boring person. Veronica, did I mention the movie might be PG-13? Wallace, oh, jump back, wild child. I just love how he said that. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that. All right, I'll go next. I'll go next. Uh, Smell you later. I, have. <laughs> I got another dialogue one. Troy, flat? 
Veronica, just as God made me. I had that one too. I love that one too. And then the, the follow up, Troy, are you always this persnickety? Veronica, sometimes I'm even persnickety-er. It's <laughs> cute. All right, I'm going to go with, I sincerely doubt my client, Miss Navarro, suddenly decides to steal from the Eccles after 10 years of loyal service just to get herself a new piercing from Putty Tats. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't Who go yet? Listen? I, I actually don't have any. Oh, okay. I, I've pretty much they've all been said. I mean, well, we can all talk again about the genius that was the fake pregnancy scene at the hotel. That was just brilliant all around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mine will be, and when it's dark outside, you should use a flash. <laughs> I have that one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got one more. So. Um, you do realize this is the same guy that last week had me duct taped buck naked to a flagpole. Wallace, oh. King Kong, got, and then I go, oh, that's a different one. I just love that. I, I, I have actually, that's really funny. I have that as a, as a point earlier on uh, that I failed to read that he actually, we talked about this last week, and we were like, what if she cut him down and he was naked under there? Apparently. Yeah, and he was. That's why <laughs> I had it. I thought that was pretty funny. Okay. Um, we have. One piece of feedback from Facebook. Could somebody read Kim's? I can do that one too, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm trying to open it. My microphone is muted. Yeah, me too. Here. No worries. No worries. Um, so Kim says, uh, I really like the class wars aspect of this one and the Romeo and Juliet of the story. Uh, sadly, it would have... It would have had a greater impact, I think, if it had been done later in the season and with characters we really know and love. Hmm. Yeah. Have to agree with that. Now, Melanie, our newbies get to tell us who they think killed Lily Kane. Ooh, exciting. All right. I think it was Duncan. Ah, finally. I'm going with that, too. (laughs) Me, too. Obviously. Well, I, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna agree with that. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm still sticking with my original theory for right now, and I still think it was Veronica's mother. Uh, my only other option right now is that it was Mrs. Kane. Those are those are my two options right now. All right. The tall. Yeah, the, yeah. There was something. There was something going on. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. <laughs> In just however many more episodes, we'll get to the bottom of it. That's right. Okay. That is interesting. Veronica's mom, you really think so? I'm curious where that's coming from. I guess I'll so, hear it on the next episode. Yes. <laughs> on the previous episode, there was more yeah, that was my guess last time as well. I thought Veronica's mom for sure. Yeah. Previously on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. I'm always for Duncan. <laughs> so far. I say right. always because it's been two episodes. Two episodes. <laughs> it's always. Yes, it's always. Something has to really deter me from it, but yeah. All right. Ratings. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, I rated this one six and a half out of ten diamond pendants. Nice. Nice. What was your rating for the last one? Was it higher or lower than the last time? Than the pilot? Just curious. I think my I think I rated the pilot seven, so it was lower, okay. but just by a little bit. Okay. Um, I, it's funny because I also rated the pilot seven, 
Um, I and I also rated this 6.5 out of 10 spoiled little backstabby rich girls. <laughs> I'm also giving it six uh, vehicles with moving violations. Nice. Yeah, I definitely, I didn't, I, I, I wish I would have uh, rated the pilot a little higher because this one just had so much, you know, uh, Paris Hilton in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'm just going to give this one, I gave that one 6.5. I'm going to go ahead and give it a, a little bit lower just because of all of that. And I'm going to give it six ta- uh, tacky pink Vespas. <laughs> nice. Oh, I like the pink scooter. <laughs> but not with, not who's on top of it. No. Come on. No. no. Uh, she ruined it. She probably had a dog in that purse too. I'm, I'm sure she did. Ugh. That poor yeah. dog. <laughs> I know. That's why I was cruelty to animals. <laughs> okay, Melanie. Um, I'm going to give it a six. Cleverly decodable maps to parties. <laughs> Very nice. All right, I am also going to go with a six out of ten tattoos from Putty Tats. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> <Nasty>. <laughs> Okay, um, can somebody with the Google Doc open do our contact information? Well, the leaf blower is gone for the moment, so I I should be able to do that. You can contact us now at quadruplez.com, or you can email us, investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a tweet at investigatemars. Or you can find a, our group on Facebook at Investigating Mars. All right. And hopefully now that we have episodes coming out, we'll like, you know, get emails and have a little bit more feedback. Email us, people. That's right. <laughs> They'll come. It'll come. Wait, we crave your attention. <laughs> we want to eat it. It's so funny because when we first started, we were the same way. And like this last episode that we recorded, we couldn't even get to all of ours. It was on potential cast for a second. Uh-huh. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we go. Wow. But, yeah, I know. And then we'll be like, oh, long emails. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> this is too much. It's going to be posted on the Facebook page. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, we, we we officially have forty four members in our Facebook group now, and we, we that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and we just posted our first our first episode today. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, I can't believe how many people keep asking to join. <laughs> yeah, you guys are um coming on the right time though, because we there's going to be a lot of this. Yeah, yeah Heidi with the great timing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Okay, well, we want to thank Melanie so much for coming on today. No thank problem. You. Thank you for thanks, letting Melanie. me come on. Yeah. yeah thanks, thanks for joining us. It was a pleasure. The next episode <laughs> is going to be Meet John Smith. Based on that title, what do you guys think it's going to be about? Amnesia. Someone has amnesia. Good guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the, that we're going to meet a, uh, a navigator uh, on a big boat. Like Captain John Smith. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> my brain. It's awesome. weird in there. <laughs> yeah, so, well, well that, was, that was my second thing, was like there was some sort of historical play that the 
production that the, the drama club is putting on and a Pocahontas is like, no, it's amnesia. <laughs> it's going to be amnesia. There's someone who doesn't remember who he is and wanders into Neptune. All right. Don't they usually call those John Doe's? <laughs> I, th- I think that's what, like, if they're dead, it's a John Doe. Uh, but yeah. usually if it's just someone that, like, has hit their head, then all of a sudden they become a smith. Okay. I'll I don't work know with that. That, that, that's one of that's one of the tropes. <laughs> I'll take it. All right, you guys can go and watch that episode, and until next time, bye. Have a good bye. one, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.